Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second episode of Pick These Up. And today we're starting off with a little bit of an ASMR, if I can get this to work. Oh Ooh, wow. <laughs> okay, let's begin. Setting. Whoa! I got a great idea for the next segment. <laughs> Noticing you, you mentioned the before the podcast that you had to take a shower before we started, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know if you understand how podcasts work. You know, no one can actually see you. I mean, we can see you. You look great, everyone. If I could, if I could just listeners at home, I just want you to know that Junior really he's taking this seriously. He's he's in a, he's like a Dapper Dan man. Look at that. That's a that's a nice tux. That looks good, man. Wait, look, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Dapper Dan. Wait, Dapper, Dapper Dan. Man. Dapper you know, what, he's man? Got, he's, got, uh, he's dressed to the nines, you see? Hmm. Uh, but... I think you, uh, you got me all... Well, you got me all no, wrong no, Well, here. we need to discuss this because Ruan, again, has another idea about, you know, talking about slang and language. And what's your point, man? What do you want to talk about? Why are we here? Well, basically, you know, when when we're doing this podcast like we did yesterday, we we started off with uh, calling Mr. Davis a good old boomer. Wait, and oh, you're uh, you know, way, you're cruising for a bruiser. Is a, it, all right, you hear me? You better. You, are you hungry? It looks like you're hungry, Ruhan. I see. <clears throat> you want a knuckle sandwich to go with that Coca-Cola Classic? Man. <clears throat> I know knuckle okay. sandwich. I know that one. What's that one? Wait, know. what's a knuckle sandwich, guys? It's when you punch somebody. Like yeah. it's just a punch. The knuckles. You know? The knuckles are the sandwich oh, right? going in your mouth. Yeah. You hear me, boy? Okay, you heard so the word before, as, boy. As Sorry, as I'm yelling now. As, I'll stand back. As 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 listeners can see, uh, there there's actually quite a big distinction between slang of different times and if, even different areas in the modern age. And, and that's, I think, it's a very interesting topic to talk about, considering all of us come from different places of the world. And we also have a, a very, a rather old, uh, uh, old human being on the podcast to give us a little bit of insight on the slang the hand. and how it developed. I'm sorry, that, that's a new term. I don't know if you know it. Okay, yep. No, I'm, I'm going to come know that here term. before the episode begins. Totally you can probably ask Junior. I'm not. Uh, I'm not an avid user of slang. Mm. <clears throat> In other words, yeah. he tries to act old. I know. I, I don't try to act old. I yeah, just he don't didn't open up a Coca-Cola. That, that was an old sarsaparilla. 
from 1938. How do you like that clap? Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Clap back. Oh, I mean, you had nothing to clap back to. I just stayed Where's back. The- When's the boxing match, Mr. Davis against Ruhan? Oh God, help me! Okay, let's get let's get. I'll have to go back to the past for that one. <laughs> uh, you guys didn't catch that. Hey, oh, that no. was a funny one. <laughs> I did not. I, I didn't hear what you said. I, I I said I'd probably have to go back to the oh, past for that I'm one. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you had to say. Can mm. you say that again? It must have been funny. Otherwise, we, you know, we would be laughing, of course. But I didn't hear it either. Can you say it again? <laughs> Let's move on, guys. <laughs> Let's move on. I um, thought we were going to pick did, on did you say, right now. Everything is diverted to me. No. Did you say go back to the past? Yes, I like did a... say go back to the past. What? Oh, the uh, past. Oh, I thought you said past. Like, like, Mr. Yes, Davis yes. is a I'm boomer sorry. joke. Junior again. couldn't hear you because you had this uh, this uh, top hat was falling over his ears. You really look good, man. I'm glad you got cleaned up mm. for the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. So let, let's start off with a definition. So as you can tell, I'm probably going to be the person who goes on Britannica to look up what we're talking about. So slang, unconventional words or phrases that express express either something new or something old in a new way unconventional that is definitely not a good definition i feel like that's a definition written by a bunch of people who probably don't use slang that often i guess and they're like "Mm, that is so why do people use that but anyways (laughs) haters Haters, straight up haters. <laughs> well, the thing is, I feel like that's quite a- ironic because in the modern society, especially like 21st century, yeah, it's considered become... a conventional way of talking instead of unconventional. Yeah, it's it's a it's a conventional way of verbal intercourse. However, not <laughs> verbal really intercourse. Or... Why? Why? That's, that's the only way Rulon knows how to have intercourse. <laughs> because I'm that, trying to be. That's because you got me before my bedtime, see kids. Last time it was a little late for Mr. Davis. So it was we after after four o'clock I have to take my medicine. So anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, oh, wow. Let's when go on. What is going? Let's be serious, guys. Yo, this is a serious right. topic. The people want to know what's up. Yes, it's about slang. Tbh, to be honest. Okay, so yes, okay. sir. Yeah, so slang then includes not just words, but words used in a special way in there a certain social context. The origin of the word slang itself, it's obscure. It first appeared in print around 1800s, applied to the speech of disreputable and criminal classes so slang in became London. A for- the, the, the definition of, an, of these informal words to, became a formal word uh-huh. in the 1800s, is what you're saying. Uh, Pretty much. It was just... 
the term was used before 1800s however in the 1800s like especially in it london and official. i guess other official yep it's it's they use the word slang to sort of refer to criminal and disreputable uh-huh. language i guess mm, wait oh okay okay that does make sense yes i think it's pretty much how criminals just had a you know a code their code and you know yeah, you they see? define it yeah. as slang now mm-hmm. took a long walk off a short pier and a pair of cement galoshes you see yeah you know yeah, you know that that type of thing, like oh, right, you got murked. Do you okay? And it's you interesting know because uh, slang. Let's see. So some some slang has been around for a long time and then becomes formal. Like I was doing some research, like crestfallen. Yeah, started out as like a slang word used by uh, like cockfighters. If you know what crestfallen means, crest. You know the crest of here's my biology teacher coming out. The crest of a bird is the the, the little top the, hair sticking up on the on the pate, like, and so crestfallen, ah. the bird dies in cockfighting. Now it just means sad or disappointed, and it's considered a formal word, yeah. but it it goes way back to the 16th century. Um, <laughs> also, um, one I, I other interesting thing I I came up with is like a lot of the phrases which were invented in Shakespearean plays which were known as slang back in the day, have now sort of become a similes or metaphors or like actual formal terms. Yeah, like an example is, is a laughing say. stock, a laughing stock or uh, fair play. Fair play was a phrase yeah. invented by Shakespeare. That's a fact. Oh, wow. That's a well, fact. at least it was first documented, oh, wow. let's say. But, um, I don't think he invented it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh. I just he need probably to know didn't what, type of, what type of cock uh, fighting are we oh talking about here? <laughs> Why did you go blue? <laughs> you, you think you're wearing a tuxedo, you can go blue <laughs> on, this, on this podcast? The one guy who's dressed, you're dressed to the nines, but yet saying, you're, your mind's in the gutter. I am just saying the 1600s was a weird era. We never know what type of cock fighting True that. Okay, touche. There's a slang term oh. that became... Uh, I mean, that's a, a sword fighting term, right? That's now used. Um, okay, so, but yeah, but like, uh, but not all Shakespeare stuff, like a pox on both your houses, like that's at least, a, I don't know if that's slang or a metaphor. That's the thing, right? We're just, we're, we're all slang. Doesn't it kind of derive? Isn't that like the root of it is like metaphor and how does it connect to the culture of that time? And, but it's now not even about cultures anymore. It's about mediums. Mm-hmm. If you look at now, we got the texts, like the ROF, LOL. There's even now like the shortening of words into yeah. these things that don't even, they're out of date now, like old slang. Like, no, does, do you guys know what ROF, LOL is? Okay, good. Yeah, rolling on the floor. No. But no I have uses no that. idea. Does anyone about use that, that anymore? No, I've never heard. No one uses oh, the phrase nah, rolling use, on the floor use, anymore. They use El Mao now, laugh, yeah, yeah, laughing yeah. my ass off. Yeah, so yeah. it's like uh, even like as technology progresses and increases, <laughs> like it, the updating as it increases every every new iPhone, every as uh, our, our our bandwidth widens, right? Like the uh, culture moves has to 
move along mm-hmm. with it. So like things that are become way out of date really quickly. I don't even, there, there was like a big thing in the, go ahead. So wait, I have a, I have a question. So like, you know how we were talking that a lot of the, the slang from back like, in the what's day, what's back in the day, I mean, that's a slang right now there. sort of, a fa- so what is back in the day? But what is, yep, that's, that's, so what I mean, like for the example you gave, like touche was a fencing term. It was sort of, sort of, it could be considered a slang, but now it's an official, like you use it in literature, you see it around a lot of Shakespearean yes, phrases were slang and we use them as similes and in literature, a part of language nowadays. So my question is, do you think that the modern day slang that we use will soon find its way into the literary world um if actually yes it will definitely find a way into the literary world just because the books that are being written nowadays are so different to what they were uh how they were written back then like um i'm pretty sure the hate you give by angie thomas had great book amount of slang it's like you know, you know, if it's, if it's a book talking about what's happening today in certain communities, then we will definitely uh-huh. see slang in there. We will definitely see it in there. But but the thing is, you know, see, like, hey, you give amazing book, but but that's what the book is about. It's about modern society. So like, slang is a big part of that. But yeah, what true. my that's... idea? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The thing is, like, you know, like, will there be books like Harry Potter in the future? that are so popular that are just made up fantasies, which will uh, prefer using modern day slang terms over like uh, literary English. It definitely could happen. It could be like a tie to a character, you know, a character that talks in a certain way, or it's a character that's from a certain place, so they talk a certain way. I think that's really possible in the future, for sure. But isn't everything becoming like monetized and like uh, standardized and all through like Silicon Valley, Valley, just like put into algorithms. And so like everyone is like, I mean, I really think tech is affecting how we speak, right? So if there's going to be any slang, it's, it's going to kind of want to be like filtered through that. I don't know if they, like, I'm trying, I'm trying to understand like the, if like, the if thing- culture, like subcultures, they have their own slang. And then when, a, when one subculture becomes pop culture, that's when it breaks out and becomes part of the the, the, the lexicon, right? The general um, language, uh-huh. but like... Uh, that is very, very if, true. If we're all just talking in the yeah. same mainframe and I mean like the, the... I don't know, it's just becoming... No, but but the thing is, you know, you bring out an interesting point because as machines are evolving, as we're slowly relying on sort of computer-based communication systems, like there will be a point in the future where we will have robots that are designed for talking to people and working in scenarios which they need to communicate with people. And it's much easier to teach a robot how to speak English because we have all the rules for it. We have the grammar, we have like the exact rules which can differentiate a sentence in English from jargon. But there are no set rules when it comes to slang. So will that really sort of prevent slang from growing after a certain uh, point in time? 
I think the the no rules part to it might be the easiest thing about slang. Just that just makes it so accessible. So I think that wouldn't be the main problem with it. What would be the main problem with it is like, um, you know, people don't necessarily like change. If you know what I'm saying, change change is something that isn't usually warranted unless it's unless it's like something that's like directly <laughs> involved and will benefit you know everybody, but. You know, it, it really depends on how people respond to If change. computers like, and AI well, are making is, you know, like, slang, then it's going to be like, you know, a, a comeback is going to be like, oh, my God, how big is your hard drive? That type of thing. Like, like it's going to be. Oh, my God. Did you see the size of his hard drive? Like, I, mean, yeah. I couldn't even. I, I don't even think I would, I would feel it or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I do get what you're saying, but I don't think computers could ever function with like. I don't, I don't, I don't think it would make sense. Like, no, but that's, that's the thing, that's, right? Like, no, but that, that's the thing. You guys are like Junior said. The normals part is what makes it easy, but that's for humans. That is like, that is very true. Like we have sort of. Uh, no, I wouldn't say master, but we're just so well-rounded with the idea of language. Yep, we're just so adapted to the language of English and any other language we speak that when it comes There's to like, slang, because we know the rules so well, we can easily break them. Yeah, and it's also just like it, it ends up being like a, like a what, what do you call this, an extra, an add-on. You know, like on, in video games when they make you buy, uh, what, are, what are they called? DLC. DLC yeah, like a DLC is like, wow, I'm so cool. I know this slang word. Wow, I'm so cool. I know how to use this slang word or whatever. And for that time being, you do feel like you're that person. But um, uh, it really depends because like these things are usually short term. You know, like slang dies very, very quickly. I just gave you. Like, I just so gave yeah, that's you my a point. Right, like, century example of how some slang words do live on. Hence, uh, you know, the crest. They do, they do live on, but like the ones you get, you gave to us, they they turn right, they right. turned into formal words, you know. So like it's right. a bit it's a bit different because like slang today is very different yeah. to slang back then. Like slang back then, like Cock actually fighting. referred to like, you know, let's say, yeah, <laughs> cockfighting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, it it, it kind of like you can kind of adapt that into like feelings and whatever, but I, I don't think you can do that for slang today. Because like, I know I don't think you could really go from "Wow, this dish was exquisite" to "Wow, this dish was bussing." <laughs> you know that, that's that's a big change, uh, well, exquisite and bussing. Well, that's another thing, right? You know, like the definition, which was uh, written courtesy Britannica, is that slang is not really just about the words, but it's also about the context in which we use them, and. As time goes, especially with modern day slang, the, the context is rapidly changing because, you know, when texting got extremely popular, most of the slang was for use in texting. Like if someone comes to you modern day, real life and says, LOL, that, True, that imagine. is yeah, not, exactly. It is, is so weird. Imagine someone, yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine someone goes to you and they go like, tbh i'm really not feeling you you know that's so weird like just yes. say the whole word so that's like, the thing, right? like lol 
Lol. Lamau. Raffle. You're just slang in your example of using, like, you you used extra slang in your example of slang. You, like, when you said ghosted, that's slang. And so, like, you were using slang in your example. Did you realize that? So I thought that was, I just wanted to point that out. I think that was on purpose, Mr. Davis. It does. Well, uh, the thing you, is, it's like, you, no, I don't think so. No, I think no, no, it's so it that in junior, is. he wouldn't have, he didn't do that on purpose. He would say, well, if someone decided no longer to talk to you anymore and wanted not to respond to your text messages, email. That is true. Yeah, ghosted. That, I, actually, it was, it yeah, was, it was, it was unintentional. It just came out like he naturally. Just, but he like, was thinking about the TBH and he was thinking what, about the LL. Yeah, well, like, that was it. Am I right? Yeah. I'm, that is true. Like, if I'm being honest, like, does that count slang? Is a slang? Is it abbreviation? Is a slang? Yeah, sure. Ghosting is ghosting. a slang. Mm-hmm. Go, go. Oh, did I say yeah, ghosting? Said, did uh-huh. I say that? Someone ghosts uh-huh. you, and you're like, to be honest, TBH. Wow, I said, I. That's what oh, I'm oh my god, I did not even know I said that. I did not even know. Well, I said that. that's the thing, right? Like, that's that's my point because. When you put rules and boundaries to slang, it's not really slang anymore. So we sort of we're sort of in a paradoxical situation when talking about slang usage in the future because with the current state of technology and what we can see, foresee in the future, we can't really teach robots anything that doesn't have rules at this point. So yes, to adopt slang to have rules, wouldn't that really take away from the whole idea of slang? That's true. Like, you can't say you can't do this, you can't make this, you can't well, do no, that. Well, no, I think there's You're some, right. I mean, you um, can't, be, com- slang could only you can't work. be complete nonsense. I mean, there's a reason why LOL means laugh out loud. It's pretty, it's a simple rule, actually. Just, you know, and like, actually, I just can go up to you and go like, hey, Onion actually, Cutter, like, what's up? I, you know, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, you yeah. totally could. No one's stopping it. But... You could, like, nobody's going to say, yeah. hey, you're not allowed to do that. Oh, That's not how slang onion works. Cutter? Nobody oh, does that, you know. He's a, he's a real onion cutter. Wait, wait, wait. The thing is, will 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 I judge you? Possibly. I'll go. Damn! Say, what the hell is he saying? He's a weird <laughs> ass, you know. You you would you would oh, go yeah. you know Welcome like to the country foreigner. You're like your English is so good. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, but that's the thing, Mister Davis. There's a difference between personal judgment and like straight up mm. saying someone's wrong. Yeah, because like, and the that's thing I is, think where the I, difference between language and slang comes. Because like, if you say something <laughs> wrong in English, then someone can come up to you and say, "Oh, uh, you're wrong." But in oh, slang, no, it, it is worse than that. They get on your ass if you say something wrong on an Instagram <laughs> comment. Oh my god, did you spell that wrong? I can't believe you. Like they, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's that's bad. the thing. But like with slang, you come up to me, you call me an onion cutter, I will judge you. Hundred percent, but that I won't tell you that it's something you cannot do. Yeah, like uh, I think this is something that really makes sense. Like you know, there's slangs in white community and in the black community, and when those clash, they just do not make sense at all. Because there is something that you would go to me like, "Hey, good day, hilly buddy, whatever," and I'm going, "What the hell is he saying?" You know. So like you know when certain really slang comes my way and I'm like your impression of a what? white guy by the way that was really good thank you <laughs> like no no offense though no offense though 
but but that's the thing. It's it's not only about race. Like you take someone, a white man from the UK, south of London, and put him next to someone from like Texas. The slang difference is going. It to is be so different. Insane. It is so different. They won't be able exactly. to understand anything. Exactly, because the thing is, like, yeah, like, I, I do get what you're saying. Because, like, it, it's just, like, kind of weird. I think it's also, like, just boundaries to set for yourself. It's kind of weird for you to say certain things to certain people. And, like, you know, certain things to... Like, you can say certain things to certain people and not say certain things to other people. Because that's just how slang works. You don't, you know... Would, would the N-word be considered slang? I don't know. Would it? I Is mean, it it's more of... a slur. Are slurs slang? I don't know. Uh, well, kind of. I mean, now, I mean, the way it's used is kind of slang. But, like, I wouldn't go to Mr. Davies and go, what's up, my N-word? You know, that's kind of weird no. for me to be saying to a white guy. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't just, you know. So that, so you you look at me like, what did he just say? I would, I you know, be, you'd be like, I what? Would be so you know, you'd, you'd be like, oh, um, like i know that i don't i mean that's something that i would not earn that from from you there's no way there's no way i would i never would i know what you're saying though you'd be like you'd be like wow right, we're right, that right. close <laughs> but that's something um, that's that, that that's a level but, of interest yeah, much, but, right i think like uh <laughs> <laughs> I can never, I can never have with you. Yeah. For, no, but that, but but that's social thing, right? and j- racial issues. I mean, just like on, like that 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 word in itself is a divisional word, right? And it can be it can be used it can be yes, used in two ways, right. as in inclusive or exclusive, right? And so by the mere nature that I'm white that and you're black, true. there's like there's no way that those that that word shall meet in any type of way of, um, uh, in a positive way. Right. Um, but I, I guess that's another interesting thing because like the development of words like these, like if you consider slur slang, then like the development, because the way slurs normally start out are way different than how they're yeah, used actually, in a modern day. Yeah. The way it works is like, first they're offensive but they later on, like, uh, they get re. What's the Reboot. word for like retake? Yeah, you know, like, like rebooted. Yeah, they're not, sort not of adopted. Like, like you, yeah, adopted. you kind of like, yeah, like the culture that was oppressed takes this word back and you know Empowered. brings a whole new You're meaning to yourself it. Through. And that's like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, kind of exactly. I like, can't believe you know, I'm going to stop talking. I should not. I'm like trying to help you tell tell your tell you about. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Okay, I'm totally yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. But like it's like you kinda take that and it's like, wow, this used to mean something bad, but now you know it's a way that we can like all of us <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna like sound exclusive or anything. But it's a way that all of us can kinda like relate to, you know, whatever pain that our ancestors or whatever felt and just kinda have that connection or whatever but it is a very in it's a very exclusive like you know type feel i mean the thing is i guess like if you if you listen to what mr davis said like slurs often like they were used as very exclusive terms 
Yeah, However, exactly. like you said, no. like cultures adopt them and I think they were exclusive in the in, sense in, that I think they were used in in uh, in terms of inclusive terms, were they not? Because like I, mean, any, I guess not. Almost any. I, I would say. I would say exclusive because the people using would normally use them to uh, exclude people from their communities. No, but the thing is, I would, say, I would say more inclusive because it was a word that any, you know, white person could say. Like, no matter how poor or whatever, you could just go, hey, you know, and call, you know, and, you know call a black person that. And, you know, it, it's just like that inclusive. And I feel like, they were at the time. They could have been other, you know, black people that hated themselves in internal internalized racism. That could have just called other mm-hmm. black people, you know, the n word well, right, in an I offensive mean, way. And you know, nobody could do anything about that. You yeah, know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There. sorry. I, I I understand your perspective, right? It's inclusive for yeah. the uh, for the segregationalists who wanted yeah. black people who wanted them separated or just to to say or, that or just I mean, so yeah but still or, that's the thing by mere fact that like i'm only calling this type of person that name that you're it's a you're you're exclusive you're yeah you're that's, that's true that's true at least you know where i'm from there okay so that is a there's the historical significance of that word is um you know it still resonates today up to you know obviously now um Anyway, we're going on to going on to slurs mm-hmm. that that uh, so like okay that world do you think okay so here's my but question. I guess like using... years, that has such a cultural impact and has embedded itself into every person even though some can say it some don't some do uh, do say it when they shouldn't but it's in like it's like it's in everyone's mm-hmm. like blood almost right it's like in their it's like it's almost in the DNA right that word yeah. everyone knows that word. Like, I mean, even with Chinese people speaking Chinese, they go, right. nega, 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 nega. I was like, no, no, no. If you go to America, please don't. you got to get that, that like, they, they say nega. They say yeah, nega. Yeah, exactly. You got to, you got to. If you're gonna go to like I went, you know, I was I, I went to Indiana University. And I mean, there was I a guess Chinese in Chinese, it, it, I mean, in Chinese, <laughs> I mean, the no thing way. is, though, it, it, they, no they mean like that, like. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, because, like, it's just the different cultures. Because, like, if you go to America and you start thinking and you go, nega, 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 they're going to take that wrong. They're going to go, wait a minute. Is he, you know, is he just, like, standing there with his hat, with his uh, finger on top of his head, scratching his head, going, you know, nega, nega, nega. Both, nega, nega. both people would be innocent. Exactly. And that's what's really, I mean, that's why you can't always just react. What's my, what is my point? Well, but the thing is, Mr. Davis, I think you bring a good point is like, I feel like, okay, so I was, I recently read this book, I probably am also going to do a book review on it, Sapiens. And in that the author talks about how the reason why humans have like evolved so much quicker and so much more successfully than other species is because we have started uh, to create these imagined realities around where we can base communities. And I feel like in the coming maybe even like 200, 300 years, there will be historians who would probably be looking at the linguistics and the languages people used in our time to sort of see and uh, uh, build up their understanding of what life in today's era would be because slang has just become such a big part of everyone's life. And it's 
slang has so also sort of become like the differentiating factor between different communities because in India, slang is totally different. And that's not only because we speak a different language. It's also because we have different... Um, you have different experiences, right? You just... Different experiences and different perspectives exactly, right. and different yeah. surroundings. And it's yeah. become such an important thing. I feel like in like the coming years, probably not 500, I guess that's too recent because humans have like documented their history pretty well. But like in the coming, if humans survive another thousand years, I feel like slang would be like a big part of history. Wow. Well, you got a lot. There's a lot to unfold there. It, it definitely. There's it a lot to unpack there, be. Ruhan. First of all, I mean, I, as again, evolutionarily speaking, I hate to say that, that we've evolved faster or better. I mean, who knows if we're going to be the ones that destroy the earth and, or at least destroy or the earth will live on we'll destroy the ourselves thing is, and factually we'll the, these, like we're we're the most complicated no but the thing the is mr davis species, actually but not the no but the thing is mr davis fa factually speaking like there has been no other species like like homo sapiens who have grown in population from like a couple hundred thousand to seven point something billion in the span of two hundred thousand years yeah and like let, let me like uh get back to the point of like slang being part of history it really will depend on like how it was used and uh the significant events that is tied to because like for example slurs are tied to very significant events in human history and you know some of mm -hmm. shakespeare's um shakespeare is considered a very significant person and like let's just say you know him himself he's kind of a significant event in literature so a lot of that slang that we're talking about that is turned into casual words and like, you know, history, that's definitely a part of it, just depending on how important it was and like just you know, like maybe even how convenient it is to use. Mm -hmm. the, 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 that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, you know, because like I don't think just there's a lot of slang, you know, not all. There's, it's obviously going to get cut. And of course, depending. No, on like, definitely not all of it. No, exactly. It's like depending on how significant it was, and how significantly po significantly popular it was, and how you know just all of those factors just tie it into like, wow, it might be a word in the future, or or just in fact, like you guys said, said uh, Shakespeare was inventing new words. That's definitely a part of it, because like, why would you? Um, make a slang for a word that's already a thing and it's used in a liter literature wise and use it uh, and it's used in older communities of course the word that came before will you know remain uh remain uh remain uh most how the fuck do i say this will remain active <laughs> how about that remain active Yep. And you know, also, wait, I, I sort of want to add in one thing, like before we continue, it's that a lot of the times, like, for example, the slang we are talking about today is very English dominant slang. And that's because English is like the majority spoken language. In Is it the is this the most spoken language in the world? I'm just going to quickly fact check on that. Definitely. That's that's got to be the most spoken language. Spanish. I'm not sure because like. Close. That or Chinese. I think it does, it's though. Mandarin, it's going to be Mandarin or English. No, no, probably. So, oh, it is. Uh, no, that's in China. Wait. Uh, why is it giving me in the world? The thing is, Spanish is very popular, but it's not English popular. English popular, like, 
traces all the way oh back. Oh my to god, Africa. wait. So English. Okay, yes. English has 1.13 billion speakers and Mandarin wow. comes in second with 1.12 billion. Yeah, that's kind of crazy considering the fact that like Mandarin is just China. Like that's crazy. It's exclusive crazy. to basically China. Pretty much. So far, I mean, we never know. Like China is expanding at such a yeah expanding at such a quick rate that like we just never know but that's the thing right mr davis said that a lot of the times different societies have different slangs and when one society becomes like the popular society that's when the slang takes off and that's i i wouldn't say it's sad but it's definitely like a sign of a very inclusive or exclusive i guess you can use them interchangeably society and then a lot of the times the way a majority of the people speak in the world is is sort of dictated by a minority people that have just luckily sprung into popularity for one reason or another i would say usually slang is very exclusive it usually is very exclusive but like, since you know most slang isn't offensive, people just join in on it. And like, um, mm-hmm. no offense, Mister Davis, if you watch a lot of like YouTube and media, for some reason, you know, it's always minorities that come up with like certain slangs and certain whatever. And you know, like, why, you, why would are I be offended? Other it's people. okay. I don't. It's okay. <laughs> no offense. Yeah, I'm just saying there are. Yeah, there are other people that like feel excluded and want to like feel included and in doing that they kind of you know they get a little bit of hate they get um you know they kind of get roasted online and everything and actually i have Give a very example. great example of examples um, thank you yeah like uh what, what's the word for it uh whitewashing is a thing right people think people believe i i don't i don't believe this i'm just putting that out there people believe that when white people imitate something of another culture right, right. that is whitewashing for example braids or braids or whatever like i'm completely cool with white girls getting braids i really don't mind but like a lot of people think that's considered whitewashing and i kind of understand why in a way because like i guess you know it's your culture and you kind of connect yourself right, to yeah. as a minority but i still feel that's a very you right. know exclusive way of thinking right so it's not it's even if well, I mean, we call that appropriation, right? Cultural appropriation, and the slang would be whitewashing. Like, that, that's, yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. the uh, the no. yeah, it's um, when it's got to be. It, it's really it, yeah, it's let, very let hard especially when you start dealing with like true performers like artists or whatever social media gets really confusing because it's like um are these people there are some people who are like true like um artists that come out of things like youtube and like and they actually um there's a lot of comedy examples and stuff but and um but where you social media platforms and you become you, you that's your way in you know um you and to borrow every artist in, by nature have to borrow from the people before them you know just like scientists 
you know, build on other things. But then yeah, there's these yeah, people, exactly. like you said, like there's these people that are just that, you know, exactly. they're getting their, they want their three, you know, they want their three million hits and they're going to do, they're going to borrow something that they oh, saw someone yes. else do. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. and not even do the research of where, where does this come from? What does this mean? And then that's, that's horseshit. That's true. And, um, yes, true. well, it's like, it's just, I mean, there, it, yeah. it's almost, it's disrespectful and it's, a, and it's, it's sad to the people who liked it. It's sad for, to the person who did it. Like, cause it's, uh, and it's sad to who they stole it from. Yeah. Because it's just kind of, it's a little depressing. Yeah. I could, I completely agree. Actually. I completely agree. But because... that's way, but I wait, sorry. Well, let me just say this first, because uh, the way a lot of black women think about this is the fact that they are usually treated a certain way because of their braids. You know, they're discriminated in their workplace because of their braids. And, you know, all of a sudden a white woman decides to do the same and they're treated as if they're, you know, the white savior. Yeah. They, they're, you know, representing black people. They're, you know, they're being all of this and all of that. But it's not always that. I feel like, like you said before, it's two victims. If a white person just likes braids, I think that's completely fine. And as long as they, you know, they're doing this in a respectful manner that they go, you know, they respect the, the people that, you know, came up with it and they respect the origins of it. And, you know, they, they kind of associate the fact and like they kind of, you know, they're against the fact that you can get discriminated for wearing that. And I feel that's completely cool. But like if you're just uh, hopping on to the latest bandwagon, and you just really want to get views or you just really want to look good for the media and you're really not doing anything to, uh, for the better of society, then like you said, it is horseshit. Well, that, that's the thing is, here's the, here's the moral dilemma of like this argument that, for example, going back to the artist example that Mr. Davis put forth, like someone like Elvis Presley, considered the king of pop, the king of rock and someone who's really appreciated all around is a, like a lot of his music was um, quote inspirations un, end quote from a lot of the oppressed black artists of America at the time and and the, the moral question here is like is it really the fault of someone who's actually taking part in this quote whitewashing or not like it doesn't have to be whitewashing but like that's just the term i'll i'll use but is it yeah, the fault of the person yeah. who's indulging in it or is it the fault of the people who treat different people differently despite the common sort of the uh the similar aspects which they see yeah, that's that's exactly why I said it's like two victims, you know, it's like I feel like nobody is to blame because um, you kind of like it is a an appropriate way to react. It's not how I would react, but it does make sense, especially if you feel like this person is disrespecting you and, they, and they've never shown love to your community mm -hmm. in a way like, you know, the celebrities have a lot of power. And if you know mm -hmm. they're not showing love to your community, that's uh, being that's that has been oppressed and continues to have some sort of oppression. Like you know, not not uh, of course it's not straightforward, but it is still there. And you just decide that you want to do this just because it's a cool thing to do. Then it is. I do understand why people react a certain way, but at the same time, it's like it's sometimes it's really not that deep. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really not that deep sometimes. Yeah. So. It is two victims. And, it is two victims. and it's, it's really 
like sometimes it's not that deep but other times it's it's deep because the people around those people that are in question like diff- uh i would i don't want to like segregate almost between the different people using similar styles and slang that mm-hmm. it becomes deep like you cannot really escape the depth because someone like one person from like community A does something and gets hate for it and some person from community B does the same thing and doesn't get hate for it i wouldn't yeah. say it's the fault of the person from community B but it's the fault of the people that are faulting the person from community A and if the yeah. person from community B was also disrespectful and right. non appreciative right. from that person of community A does he or she or they really have the right to sort of indulge in just uh borrowing an exchange thing true 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 it really depends on the context too because there are like there mm-hmm. are there's context to this right because the one thing is like the n-word you know like a lot of like most of the black community just isn't you know they're not very cool with that word and another thing is just you know like braids and like you know so like when if we're talking about braids and b does the same as a it really i think it just depends on like if that if person b you know is is like hella supportive and all of that stuff and their background in terms of like how they treat pe- uh people from community a then i think you know they'll be cool with that but if mm-hmm. person b you know is just a you know they're really just a dick and they really just haven't really done anything they're just hopping on the latest trend on the latest train and the second it becomes unpopular they'll just take it off then if that's the case mm-hmm. like you know uh community b is definitely right for reacting the way they're reacting community a yeah well but yeah, yeah yeah that's i totally agree man i totally agree so yeah so like where i was trying to get with my point was that slang and like slang related uh actions the the way people live can also be sort of classified into slang and it's i feel like slang was, was and is a very good way for people to sort of remove these boundaries of segregation within themselves however you know humans being humans a majority of people have used slang as just another way of being exclu- inclusive to their own communities and it's it's just something really sad to see. Yeah, that is true. I feel like I I really like slang that all communities indulge in. You know, like just slang that we go, "Oh yeah, you like you not you don't go that, but like you think, "Oh, this person also, you know, knows this slang." And you just go, you know, you really don't give a shit that they know it and you're just happy that like you can all use it. Mhm. You know, I feel like that's what slang is all about, just being really inclusive like exclusive. Uh, okay, no, I wouldn't in- inclusive. It... Inclusive. Inclusive. Wait, no, no, inclusive no, 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 wait. Everybody. Inclusive. No, 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 no. Like... Inclusive means like a certain group of people, inclusive, no other people. So, it's it's I feel like it's a way of being exclusive, however, like just the way humans are and especially like no, no, no. In- modern inclusive history. means in- inclusive means you're not excluding anybody. it means like you're allowing everybody to indulge in it. I guess it couldn't be I don't like but the thing is it can be taken in two different ways. Or can it not? I just said I checked the definition it said not excluding any of the parties or groups involved in something. 
Okay, then, yeah, inclusive is the right yeah, word. Yeah, it means, though. like, everybody's involved. I, I feel like when slang is inclusive, it definitely, like, allows... It just It's just calm, you know? You know, everybody can use this and, like... Yeah, just, but, but the thing is, though, like, most... And that's the sad reality that most people have seen slang they some of them even understand the the inclusive nature of slang but they have manipulated it and used it as just another way of being exclusive yeah yeah I, I completely agree oh we came just, up with this word so we should be able to you know use this yeah you guys using it or blah 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 i i completely agree uh-huh. with what you're there it's just like the especially like with the modern history and what's been happening in human society since after the agricultural or yeah the agricultural revolution it's just sort of shaped a lot of the like we've gotten a lot of opportunities to globalize in a fair way however and slang is i think one of them it's definitely up there and it's something people especially young people can use to remove the boundaries of racism of places of origin of language but it's just just become very exclusive as time went and there's nothing we could really do about it that is true mr davis you've been quiet for a while um yeah i think another thing is is age like ageism uh, it is a thing because like slang can just be exclusive to young or old people. You know how old people are very protective of their of their culture or whatever they grew up on. I'm not sure uh-huh. if this is like uh, something you've noticed, but I have noticed. Um, yes, in, back in, in my day. Life. Yeah, exactly. In day to day life and everything, when something is evolving, old people just have this way of being protective. And going, ah, oh, back in my day, we used to do it this way. Back in my day, it was harder. Or, you know, this guy, he did the exact same, but much better. And I, I really love that. I really love that. It gives me a new outlook. And it gives me, like, a chance to learn sometimes. For example, mm-hmm. like, um, in basketball communities, there's younger kids who grew up on LeBron James. There's older guys that grew up on Michael Jordan. And, like, you know, when all the younger kids go... Oh, LeBron's the first to do this. LeBron, you know, LeBron is so special, blah, blah, blah. And then the older guys go, wait a minute. Y'all ain't ever watched Michael. You know, Michael was doing <laughs> this and more, you know. So, and then you go, wow, you know, this guy, Michael, seems pretty good. And you go, wait, Michael might be the best to ever do it. And, like, that is a good um, outcome of old people being protective of their generation. But in other ways, they can also be very exclusive in a way. They don't want you to kind of like uh, associate with their generation. They go, what do you know about this? What do you know about that? Uh, for ex- uh, By the way, like, that's not a question. That's like a way to spite somebody. Like a lot of mm-hmm. people do this. They go, what do you yep. know about that? Like, oh, you're young. What do you know about that? It's 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 a, way, it's a way to shut you up. It's sort of like, you know, yeah, you exactly haven't lived through like, this. You don't have any exactly. experience. You have exactly. no business talking about this. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like you could just casually be listening to Snoop Dogg, Tupac, and you could like relate to the lyric and go, wow, I really mess with this lyric. And then they go, what do you know about that? I live that. You know, you're listening to that, but I live that. So like, that's the way that like, you know, old people can kind of be protective and shut you down. And it can really be discouraging, disencouraging sometimes, uh, if I'm being honest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are a lot of things that old people are stuck up on, like <laughs> like a lot. Especially like, wait, we we need some old people perspective into this, Mr. Davis. It's true, we need Mr. Davis there, especially like uh, when it comes to like career wise and everything. You know, Uh obviously, obviously, the way your parents grew up and the opportunities they had, they were obviously different. And I completely understand that. I, you know, I completely love the fact that a lot of our different and also like a lot of my respect for this sort of exclusivity comes with the fact that they were genuinely harder. Most of them. Exactly. In most scenarios. Exactly. exactly. That is what those situations were were genuinely. They were genuinely harder. They they were genuinely harder. But I feel the way you approach it is is mm-hmm. what makes it a difference because if you say it was harder but I was able to overcome this and I want you to you know take that as inspiration or I want you to like learn from me or whatever and not in a way that you go oh it was harder and I made it so I'm better than you that doesn't help me and it doesn't help you will you feel good for 5 seconds possibly but you know you're just mm-hmm. you know you're ruining another kid in a way you're like you're shutting down that kid and maybe a certain hope that they had. So like, you really just gotta, it's really just about the way you word certain things. Like, you know, especially, mm-hmm. it's just about the person, really, about the person and their personality. Yes. Also, I guess, uh, like coming back to slang and sort of this exclusive nature, I feel like it's also about the relationship because I feel like a lot of the time slang does not have to be as broad as like communal. It can be very personal and residential even like, you know, some households, every house, every household, I believe has just a different relationship dynamic between the parents and between the grandparents and the children. And it's really what carries on that culture and what keeps people being different. And I think that's, being different is like something I guess humans really appreciate and slang is it's like it's an arrow with two edges like I, I forgot the saying but it's it's a knife with a two double, edges or something a double a double-edged sword a double-edged sword yeah it's a double-edged sword you know it on on one side it can be used to carry that exclusivity in a positive way and it can also be used in a positive way to be a bit more inclusive on a more general and a more societal level and I guess that's that's the yes. beauty of it. And a lot of the times people fail to acknowledge slang as being a major contributor in probably a lot of globalization, which happened in the early 20th, not the early, like mid 20th, late uh, and current 21st century. It's just very important. And I feel like it's it's just going to keep growing and importance more people realize that, you know, like the, the everyday, like the colloquial language they use can be very powerful when it comes to making other people involved, making other people feel welcome where you are. And it's it's going to become a much more, it, I feel like it's going to divert away slowly, hopefully, from yeah, the inclus- ex- exclusive nature to being a That's bit true. more inclusive on the general societal scale. And hopefully nice. in the in the thousand years to come, some historian will listen to this podcast archived onto our channel. Be like, yay, that makes sense. <laughs> That's true. And like, I, I would say, 
different isn't always bad. I mean, if everybody was the same, yeah. what's the fun in that? Different yeah, is that's good. The thing, as right? long, yeah, as long, as long as you aren't uh, using different as a way to hurt anybody, using different. As yeah, a if way you're to using like, if if yeah. you're using different as more of a constructive thing like you're not using difference to be destructive to someone else and like yeah yeah like don't don't have xenophobia like a fear of other people but just be different and be sort of proud of it and then i guess slang is sort of something which helps because you know english and other languages i'm sorry for using the word english so often but like languages that are set in like like for example, when I speak Hindi or Punjabi, there are certain rules which I have to follow, and that sort of makes everyone the same. And being like having such similarities at such a broad scale is helpful. But at a more personal level, at a more smaller scale, I think it's very important to be different because otherwise there'll be no point at having different people. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree because um, the way it all works is like. Um, for example, you receiving advice. The advice you receive is, it, I can't receive the same advice as you. We're different people and we have different goals and we're at different levels in certain things. So like, you can't give us both the same advice and expect both of us to, you know, uh, be equally as successful with that advice. Mm-hmm. So like, different is obviously good if you use it in a positive way. And also, I feel like like what you said about languages having rules, like an underrated version of slang is when you don't use those rules. Like when you don't use that yep. grammar, you like start messing with the words and stuff. And like it is something that a lot of cities and countries have. Like we all follow the main uh, the main language, but just have different ways of speaking to each other. And that's how we notice, hey, this guy's mm-hmm. a local. This guy isn't a local. You know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh. it, it is. It is. It's, it's it's an intriguing topic. It's an intriguing topic. It's a very intriguing, and I, I also think not only intriguing. It's a very important topic. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is, man. It's like it, it's like wow. It's like some stuff that like it, it really just it's deeper. It's deeper than it's deeper than slang. Slang, slang mm-hmm. is like you know something, but like it, it's deeper. Than I guess slang is sort of the thing like like we've been talking about in the past probably 10 20 minutes is it's not really directly about slang we're talking about cultures we're talking about generations we're talking about the relationship between those generations and cultures and I guess slang is just like one of these small links that yeah exactly that can be tr- that can be used to evaluate these relationships and these differences and similarities and it's just the very important part of modern life. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. It's like, it's just how the world is right now at this moment. You never know if it will change. Uh, you know, the world's unpredictable. It really is unpredictable. Yeah, like volatility. Over the last, yeah, over the last 40, 50 years, like things have just changed so, like, so drastically. Much. Like, so much. Like, it's crazy to think that Arpathide, you know, was only like, what, 40 years ago, 30 years ago? 
Yes, wait, when, wait, let me, when did uh, South Africa gain independence? Early 90s from, for our, our time was early 90s, like it ended in the early 90s. Them gaining independence yeah, so that's what, like 30 years ago, man, like that is shocking, like something. Yeah, exactly. To, like, don't let the, that don't racist existed exactly. until the early 90s it's exactly like and that that level of racism don't let the black and white pictures fool you because this is very recent and crazy yeah. stuff still happens there there still is tension regarding apartheid and regarding the different races and everything there still is tension. also it's also like if i'm not wrong like you can confirm me on this because you have lived in south africa there's like because Aversaid was so recent, like it ended in, officially ended in, probably went way past that. Nine. Ended yeah, in 1994. Yeah, 94, oh, it says. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm I'm very sure that, you know, like the national language of South Africa is Afrikaans, but I know that That's a right. lot of black communities in South Africa right. don't use Afrikaans. Exactly. Uh, there are a lot of people that are against it because actually, if you didn't know, they were forced to learn it at schools, like when apartheid yep. was still going on. It was something they were forced to learn. And yeah, because I like Afrikaans is just, it's a trace of like the Dutch uh, overtake exactly. of South Africa. And they, they used to force, you know, black people to learn that. And a lot of people weren't happy with that. Uh, more or less today, it is of course changing. It's been quite a while, and like, of course, it does change. But the time I was there, you could still feel the segregation. You could really feel it. You could see that there weren't a lot of white and black people that would like hang together in big groups and stuff. Uh, interracial couples, mm-hmm. I guess you know you'd expect more for a country like South Africa. But, like, it's quite. It's not too like uh where I lived. It wasn't too big. So you'd have expected more mm-hmm. interracial couples, but I didn't see too much of that. But uh, from what I see on Instagram, Instagram, I'm, I'm not saying take Instagram as like your 100% CNN verified source. But <laughs> from, what I, from what I see on Instagram right now, it seems like things are more chill. Like I see a lot of more black people and white people. A lot of my friends, uh, they got a lot of white friends now. And it's just kind of great to see that. Considering the fact that, like, I personally went to an all-black school. There was only, like, two kids, two white kids, and they were twins. How crazy is that? That's <laughs> you know, very that's, crazy. Considering, crazy. like, considering, like, the population uh, sort of dynamic in South Africa, that's very surprising. Exactly. And, like, you would never expect that. You'd expect that to be, like, 50s America. Like, two white students? That's, like... You know, that's, that's, that's absurd for something that happened in, like, 2014, 2013. And, yeah, not even, uh, like, not even 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the, the, the pace at which things change is, is crazy. And I think part of it is just realizing that, you know, people are just stupid. People act stupid. And they realize, wow, you know, maybe I was stupid there and, like you said man people especially individuals uh like because i'm reading this book it's the republic by plato it's very famous and like a, a very important thing that's discussed in that book is people feel like sort of humiliated to change their opinion even when exactly. they're faced with facts and they're faced with great reasons to change their opinions 
people feel humiliated because they want to believe that they're always right. And that is why things don't develop. Exactly. And I, I completely agree. I'm a victim of this myself. I'm not perfect. And like sometimes no, so everyone stubborn. is, man. Exactly. I'm so stubborn about, you know, like, you know, of course, you know, um, sometimes I have arguments with my little brother. I find out he's right. And I'm just so stubborn about it. I'm like, no, 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 that can't be. That can't be. All of that. And I realize there's nothing wrong with being wrong. <laughs> you know, there is exactly. nothing wrong with being wrong. You can always learn from somebody, no matter who they are, where they come from, how young they are. And, and, and I feel like understanding that you really don't know anything for certain it's just it's like the best revelation you can have because then the the potential of your growth is yeah, insanely it's, it's, high the moment you realize that maybe i am wrong on everything that i know just firm it is, it is tremendous because when when you think you're right you have this fixed idea you have a fixed idea so mm -hmm. when you remove that fix and you allow, you know, your right to expand, to to become more uncertain. Like uncertain isn't always a bad word, by the way. Like for you to gain yeah. other opinions and totally. other facts and all of that. And you go, you don't have to be right or wrong all the time. You know, you can be, you can be, uh, it really depends on what you're talking about. But if you're debating between one and the other, it one side doesn't always have to be right. You know, it, it can really, there's really good and bad things from both. And when you learn mm -hmm. the pros and cons of like life or things itself, I think you become a much bigger and better person because you don't look at this mm -hmm. as being right, but you look at the pros and the cons and, you know, you just go much deeper into making decisions and mm -hmm. all of that. You know, I'm, I'm going to show my science nerd for a bit, but. You know, like even in science, like people think that science is a very objective subject, especially like physics. Like for you, I'm assuming that you probably think that physics is like the objective subject, right? It's, it's difficult. It's like, it's difficult. Yeah, like, no, but the thing is like, for me, who is like, I spend a lot of time like just reading about random topics. Like you slowly understand that, you know, like the scientific method is not really about finding the right thing, but it's about eliminating all the highly unprobable, highly unprobable situations and scenarios to a point that you're left with one or two, maybe the most credible theories. But again, they're theories. A theory doesn't mean that it's, 100% factually correct. It just means that it's been tested and it's proven right to a certain frame of yeah, error. And it's just true. And it's just, yeah. But the thing is, again, we're getting really off topic. So I think we should conclude the episode here. It's been great talking about this with Junior. I think Mr. Davis yeah. disconnected. But you want to do the outro today, Junior? Oof. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess. It's been us, me, Junior, and Ruhan and Mr. Davis, and pick these up. Stay tuned. We're on Spotify, Apple, Apple Tunes, is it? iTunes? Apple Podcasts. Uh, okay, wait, I'll do the. Apple, so oh, we're, yes, we're available Podcast. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and even on YouTube. So subscribe wherever you can. Stay supportive. We need our fans here. We need, we need y'all.
and uh you know just yeah and, and subscribe come back. yeah just come back and we leave really comments leave comments yeah yeah exactly we 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 want opinions because that allows us to have you know maybe another idea that pops up and we go damn we should talk about that so definitely stay interactive and this is us pick these up yes sir